Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Stoneman64. Today, January 24th, Fireside Gaming Podcast. We got some guests today too. Fuglet and Tom Graphic. I think Aculite might join too. I don't know. So right now we're not. We're just. Might have a late comment. We're just. just we're, we don't <laughs> have the. Up in about an hour, right? We don't have the A with us here for that. For that to make it fast. But uh. Well, we. I don't think it's ever just been the three of us. Uh, just, just yeah. fast. I don't know. Yeah, it's usually fast. Aculite keeps us under control a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we just start losing our mind a little bit. But yeah, you know. STF. Wait, what? STF? STF? Yeah, shut, shut the, the fuck. <laughs> wait. Wait. Hello, PG stream. Hello. I never swear. You don't, we don't swear, dude. We just bucket a... and dip people in yeah. Tarkov all day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. I know. Fugly, you've been playing this game for. When did you start playing this <laughs> a game? A little bit. Because you're literally uh... like. are you? What level are you in, in uh, Tarkov? <laughs> Um, shit. Uh, fifty-eight, I think. Fifty-eight. Played a little bit. Lord, That's did you insane. play before this this last wipe in it? I played like way way back. I bought it at the end of two thousand seventeen, and then I played it for a bit. Then, oh wow, well, people weren't really interested in it that much back. When it no, yeah, just came. I did the same. It just had like a really tight knit community, and the people that played it were just so good. It was like a huge turn off as a new player. But yeah, I was the, in the same situation. I don't think I started playing it until 2018, I think it was, and Aculite got me into it. And then mm -hmm. with this more recent update, the point one two update or whatever that had happened, then Aculite was again, he was like, Oh, you gotta you gotta try this game out again. Yeah. And so it's I was like, convinced me to play it for the longest so time. But obviously the, the Twitch drops event, no one could have expected what happened. So I know, right? The game has got all this traction now. It's it, really insane. But it was doing pretty well before then, too, though, wasn't it? Or, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, think, I think it probably had, like, I don't know. They don't disclose that information, but I'd probably say it had, like, a, a 20,000 player, maybe more. Yeah. Player base. Oh, they got a Not way many people streamed that. it before. Do you think? Oh, well, there were quite a few people streaming, and, like, YouTubers posting videos on it, too. Yeah. Active, yeah. like, concurrent, I mean, probably about 20,000. Because even before that event happened, I think we, sp to Tom, me, you, and... Aculite, I think, did play it for like two days. We did. I think yeah. we, we were playing it for a few months I think ago. Like, yeah, now. yeah. And we, then Fugler we like, only recently bit. got addicted. <laughs> it just happens whenever. I play yeah, no, it was you, so. it yeah. was when yeah, Fugler, you were playing with us too because you oh, you, were, you were already you were already a slightly higher yeah, level. I don't know what you're talking about. You just I remember you just like got completely hooked on this game, Fugly, and you just like were destroying on it. Like nonstop. We were, we were still playing other right. stuff and you just got hooked on it. I started playing it and then finally there was like people wanted to watch it too. So I was like, you know what? I'll keep playing a little bit more. Then the Twitch event happened and then I was like, well, no need to play PUBG for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you had a reason to try and grind out break. some content. Yeah, that's the for it. That was the beauty of it, right? Is like then everybody just started loving watching it too. I think that's what, but that's what did it though, right? It was that Twitch event that happened. I, yeah, that's yeah. definitely the big blow up. Everybody just started watching it, and then I don't know. I don't know. Has it that's been doing really well? Me, that's what made me start playing the game is because I was like, like Connor had been trying to convince me to play it for the longest time, but 
I didn't want to start streaming to the audience that I knew would end up watching the streams and just like maybe just not give me the information I'm looking for to help out. <laughs> yeah. Because I was a new player. And now that everyone's who is watching, they're learning along with me. It's such like a rewarding like process and like playing the stream. And I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that makes it so much better. Just because too, like even that was the big thing for me too. Like I'm looking at this game. I'm confused as hell just <laughs> trying to figure it out myself. So it's like, okay, if I can't figure out how to play the game, how is somebody watching this just even like semi-casually or like they're playing put or like a different game? How are they going to even think about like, oh, yeah, this is, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah. And I know I had tried to watch it, and I didn't know what the hell the looting and everything was. But uh, I feel like as I've been going through it, I definitely understand it better. And it's, I feel like it actually isn't that hard to understand watching no. even. Because it's just like, you got to make it out with fat gear. You know? Yeah. I think it's when one of those things. When you first start playing, Sorry, Phil, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh thank you. I think it's one of those things, too, is there's so much to learn, and I think a lot of the player base likes to, like, advance yeah. in a game and not just, like, go in, play a game, and then I know everything. Like, take PUBG. If you play, like, 10 rounds, you get the basic. You get, like, you're good. You're good to go. Yeah. But a game like this, there's so many different, like, mini games within the game, like the menu, yeah, Tetris, that's very like, true. the hideout, all the gun customization, the flea market you can work around with. There's so many different, like, mini games, and I love it. Yeah, that's a that's a solid point. You can spend hours just inventory, like just messing around in your inventory. Yeah, it's insane. Like Tetris. Absolutely. Well, yeah. That's the biggest thing I've had is that I overthink this stuff. I go into the game with all these different mechanics. Um, I was thinking when we were playing Reserve, that was like the first time I played that with you guys. When we were talking about trains, oh. and oh, you got to wait for the train to get here. All that time is going off. You got sixty seconds to get there. I'm like, where the heck is the train? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like overthinking it, like thinking there's more to it than there actually is when it's really, it's quite simple. It's just, there's so many different aspects of the game to try and get your head around. Yeah, I think it's just like, it does take a long time to get your head around the looting. So you think the whole thing is really complicated, but it is kind of, you know, like you just, you go in, you got to go to an extraction. You can do whatever the hell you want to between that period of time. And uh, if you die, you lose your stuff. Like, mm -hmm. it's not it's not too complicated, but there is a lot of complexity to it. And that's what I think. I heard, I don't remember who I even heard talking about this, but I feel like this game is 100% designed for hardcore players. And like, even if you just look at it, you know, like where everything else is going in the direction of skill based matchmaking and like all the, we got to make it really friendly for casual players and, it's going to be really yeah. easy for everybody to get into the game and everybody's going to play against really bad people. So it's really, you know, it's just like you're getting your hand held the whole time with it as much as possible. This is like for like you can <laughs> if you can you can go into a game in all class six armor with fully kitted guns going up against level twos and threes and just be mowing them down. Now, is that good for the yeah. game in the long term and everything? I don't know. It does. I don't know. But there's I think no it's there's, there's no player. tutorials in the game. There's no like yeah, there's there's like a handbook sure. and stuff there. They definitely need to have yeah. more stuff there for sure. But I feel like the fact that it is so hardcore based and like, you know, you don't like if you want to go into a raid and you find a, a golden skull, yeah, that golden skull is worth like 50k, but that's not worth as much as a red labs key card. But if you I mean, you wouldn't ever have that comparison. But you know what I mean? Like you don't know yeah. what's worth what by just looking at it. To you just looking at it, that gold skull looks like it's going to be a lot more valuable. Or you look at like, 
you know, some piece of piece of food or something. You don't know how valuable that is until you bring those things out, look on the market, figure it out, and, and like so you eat it, and then you someone start, tells you, <laughs> yeah, or you get chat to tell you what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chad knows best. Tom, you just ate fifty k. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but like, it's I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that that hardcore aspect of the game is also. I feel like that's what's been a lot of fun, especially just for us as like, I don't know, more hardcore gamers since we're playing all the time and we're like, we like to learn a bunch of stuff and we're spending like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hours in games. There's so much to learn and so much to do. Like that's part mm. of the learning process is even going through the looting like I'm system. I'm still learning a lot of stuff too. That's yeah, what I love about it is that the people who've been playing it for so long are still learning stuff every single day like loot spawns there's so freaking many and they change them up all the yeah, time too and they change it with the wipes it's really cool so wait loot the loot spawn locations also change with what i i yeah, so honestly uh, like they change them like uh mm -hmm. in between patches too like oh uh, really and, or um lead Exus changed a lot oh, recently too really even on labs and shoreline like everywhere basically did they just change the position or how it's acquired like Oh, it's just the positions around maps. They were like, oh, maybe we should have some more here. And maybe people always rush to get this one. So we'll just remove it without saying anything and then place it to different other places or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I like it though. Tom and I come from much more of like a, a very novice perspective at this where I know like some people are literally, they've been around for wipe after wipe after wipe in this game. Do you, like, yeah. do you know how many wipes you've even played Fuglet? Uh, just two, because I played two, back yeah. when, back then in the first one. You've like just been going hard on this one. Yeah, me too. And then I... Okay, okay, so then you're pretty new to this too. You just spent a lot more time in the more, in the more recent oh, one. Yeah. Since the recent patch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm ready. You're ready, dude. <laughs> you're ready for that next wipe. Huh. In five months. Hit the ground running for sure. Yeah, yeah well, that's what... Back five, now, right? Months. They were talking about it being five months, I think. See, on their Reddit, I think. Yeah. This is what like I'm kind of getting more into the more into the community of this and I'm kind of understanding it more and more. But like I know mm -hmm. I, I've heard I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I know they do like a podcast as well of like the actual mm -hmm. yeah. creators of it and they talk about um where they want to go with it. And that's what that's what I've just kind of heard from my audience telling me like, oh yeah, this thing's gonna be, you know, or they're waiting to do the next wipe for a few months. They posted out some images of like, you know, some armor and leg armor that's going to be in it. And yeah, but I think those things are coming before the, the like next wipe, right? Because they still continue to do patches with a lot of content in it mm. before the, the next wipe, which is awesome because you want new stuff. Yeah. I mean, especially because it's just like it's in beta. Yeah. This recently game's not there was even a patch out. with like what, three, four guns or something and new helmets. Backpack, yeah. Christmas tree. When did it go into beta though? Was it alpha originally? I yeah, I believe it was alpha. Something. Yeah. I think in like 2017 or something it was alpha, and then maybe towards the end of that or 2018 it went into uh, beta, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know though, man. I, it's definitely taking me away from like even apex like apex has even been the having a bunch a of events lately and i i haven't yeah. even been playing those actually i wanted to get acolytes thoughts on the third person perspective of that because i didn't get a chance to do that did you guys I play it at it. all yeah i i did play Wait, it it seems the, there was an apex they did a third person uh, oh third person mode no um, i saw yeah that acolyte did on this video yeah. i mean it, technically they achieve what they wanted to achieve you know they 
per third person camera in the game. But I mean, it, they hadn't changed it if you tried it in the in the firing range stone. Um, yeah, yeah, that was what I I had tested it in the firing range. I never got to play it like um, in the actual game though against other yeah. people. Well, obviously, if if it comes later down the line as like a permanent mode, which I don't know, maybe they they'd want to do that. I don't know. They said they've they want to review it, but it didn't seem to work that well from what I when I tried it. It was kind of clunky and. I don't think the camera perspective was where it really needed to be. Uh, you could see too much of your character, I think. If you played, well, you played the Fallout Battle Royale, didn't you, Stone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We played that, it was, dude. That was insane. You know how sort of the camera positioning, it was kind of a bit clunky yeah. in that regard. It wasn't like PUBG, for instance, where you're you're that close to the camera, even though it's third person, you're still able to get that sort of first person. I don't know. That, that's still there. You can I still think, put those first person like strategies to the test in third person. I think people just like, especially maybe it's just more a North American thing, even. I think people like first person better, more so. Because, like, if yeah, you look at PUBG, with PUBG. Everywhere except Asia. Yeah. PUBG was third person PUBG. to start. Well, yeah, you could toggle between it. And, but like, they switched hardcore from having third person to going first person. Yeah. And in this, this was kind of just like a test for Apex to be like, oh, yeah, let's just mess around with third person probably. But I, I mean, I don't know how much of the outrage for will be. I think people would probably, at least for myself, I would be much more passionate of them bringing back solos as a mode rather than yes. bringing back third I'm person. I'm hoping they'll like, do that with season four. It's definitely cool. I think it's, I think it's kind of a, it was a cool thing to watch for sure. It made it a lot of fun to actually be able to see the character and see the skin. That's the thing that I mm -hmm. think probably i always like struggle with the most is like i want to get the cool skins but then you're also playing first person so who yeah. really cares but i do Unless like that they have like the executions the and stuff every time yeah, yeah 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 but i don't know man i don't know how big of an uh, effect that's going to be because i the last two weeks since i since i did the last podcast like this i've only i i took one break at the end of one stream to play apex but i've just been like every day i just want to play more tarkov it's, it's weird. It's so addictive, man. Once you start, you just can't stop. Whoa, I mean, I'm playing yeah. right now. <laughs> I just can't stop. I need to loot people. Yeah, you need to get loot. Dude, okay, this too. Fuggly. What the <laughs> <My money run. laughs> hell, dude? I had some really, I, really I retweeted your post. Yesterday. I retweeted your post yesterday. You came out with 27 mil in one run. Was that correct? Oh, no, not one run. It was like the entire stream. Or in, in, the, entire, in the entire stream. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah. But literally in one stream, that's more than I. I mean, I've made in the entire time. Of well, playing yeah, like I don't even. My whole entire stash is worth thirty mil right now, and you made almost that entire amount in one stream. It was uh, it was very popping. But you were good. He, so if you don't, if you didn't see it, he was he goes in, and this is something I know you've because you've done this with when I was even playing with you before. But you go in with a scav junk box, and yes, you go in. Which is which allows you to carry massive more stuff, but it costs mm -hmm. an insane amount. Even I only have one of those myself. One point five mil just for the box, and you're going in and risking that in the. That is like the ultimate high leverage, like, uh, insane. So how many runs did you make it out with then? Because I'm thinking maybe I we should maybe I should incorporate runs. this strategy. Four full runs without dying a single time. And the thing is, I I put a cherry on top yesterday on stream where we um not only had that, but I took a weapons case, an ammo crate, and oh my gosh, dude, um a magazine box into. 
How much money do you have prior to that? Oh I started gosh, at 27 yeah. and ended at 20. Okay, so you had, you had the money to burn if if you wanted to do yeah, it yeah. a couple of it was times. It's just like one of those silly things to do. Yeah, just, yeah, let me that tenor and uh, we'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things that I... Uh... Reserve just has so much loot. Like, filing cabinets are almost in every building, it seems like. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, like, it's reserve. a lot of that stuff actually is worth a decent amount, too. Like, you can mm -hmm. sell that on the flea market, too, for at least 5 five to 15K sometimes. Some of those cheapy little things, like a plug or whatever. Some of them even... Yeah, just... even matches and crickets yeah. will go for 5K sometimes. But it's like, you know, you don't want to... If, you, if you're trying to figure out the space, you don't have that. But if you have a whole scav junk box, that's so many slots exactly. you can sold, fill stuff I with. I think I had 60 matches, and I sold them for, what, maybe 4 or 5k apiece. So, I mean, that that adds up pretty pretty quickly. Now, did you go in with somebody when you went out on it? Oh, no, I went completely alone with oh, the my gosh, gear, like an M1A thermal, a uh, turtle armor, everything that could protect my butt. And then I just took my time. Oh, my that's not kind of true because I was streaming, so I was kind of hunting people too. Yeah. I just, I feel like I got a little bit lucky too by not dying. I feel yesterday. like that's what you like to do too, though. You just challenge yourself. The risk. You yeah. you just you just challenge yourself and risk stuff and do that. Like in seriously, like every game that we play, I feel like you always do mm -hmm. that. We're playing squads and then we'll be like, where's Fuglet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going for the airdrop later. <laughs> Yeah, I'm over at the no, age no. uh, just going in with just a pistol or whatever the hell you're doing <laughs> like oh it's insane dude hey but that i mean i saw that all that money you got from that raid oh my gosh yeah that, it was a whole, day. when i was done that's selling so, it just clicking that button felt so but that's good. literally dude that's that that's this game is like that's when you're when you are it is seriously is when you're making it out with so much gear and so much loot and you're trying to escape and make it to that extraction, mm -hmm. like that's it's so much pressure. It's so intense. Like it's it's such a it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I can't believe they've done it. But okay, so what do you think then? Like if you want to see this direction or the game coming out, like obviously there's still stuff that they're working on. There's still stuff they're figuring out. Like what do you think you would want to see changed in the game? Something new added to the game? I'm sure you've been asked this a few times. Um, but like, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Or maybe you don't even have a thought on it yet. Cause you're still figuring it out. Honestly, there's just so much like coming for me. It's the content is flowing right now. And I see all these maps. So if we go and we look, there is no uh, right? suburbs, streets of Tarkov town and lighthouse terminal, not out yet. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, I'm just going to let them do what they're doing. Cause I see the patches just coming out, coming out. There's one well, thing though they've shown that some I of the don't stuff, know about, they? like the pro no. mechanic where you can lean and stuff. Oh and... yeah, that's coming soon too, right? Yeah, yeah. The but pro leaning. One thing that I actually want to ask elements. you guys about: what about voice chat? That's, that's where I was. That's where I was leading with this. What if they <laughs> added? MCs, like, though. When you go into DMCs, settings, I'd say settings sound. There is a voice volume and a microphone sensitivity option. Ooh. So I mean, it's got to be coming. Ooh, but dude. I feel like it's going to be very, very toxic. Yeah, I think that's definitely a concern, especially because there'd be like no way to mute people, um, yeah. unless you like maybe just disable the whole the thing or shoot them. I guess yeah, that could definitely be bad, especially because too like you you play as yeah maybe they limit it to just PMC characters, mm -hmm. so that way like it shows people's names too or whatever it is like. Plus, everyone's got like a everyone knows like the, like scavs have got their own sort of character if that makes sense. 
you wouldn't want people to sort of break that by talking to you in, I don't know, English. Hello, little bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's how you can kind of tell, like if, when you hear that scav talking and well, then again, you could be playing as a bear and your voice lines are Russian, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you could probably bait with that. And then some of the, like the Raiders, some of those are U.S., right? Like I've heard them speaking English. I don't know. I haven't really encountered the Raiders. I'm pretty sure, right, oh, Fuglet? Yeah, they, they can speak English too. Yeah, I've heard them, I've heard them speak kind of English. Because I, I for sure thought that they were uh, players, like just trolling me, yelling yeah, at me I and flipping me too. off. And like it just coming right up to my face, and I was like, God, these guys are toxic. And then, and then, sure enough, it's just horrible. It's a raider or whatever. I'm like, geez, because you can't. You, I do like that they have like the in-game voice lines. I think that's a really fun, fun mechanic. Yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, I, dude, I would, I would be very interested if they added um, voice in game. But I don't know how they balance that or make it so it's not just a problem. I feel like that might be a problem, but it would be great. Like that's one of the things that I loved about. Like I don't know if you guys ever played Scum or yeah. any of the yeah. other survival games. Like I think we all played that together. Yeah, like you know, you go in and you could potentially team up with people, or like you get to have you those conversations. Of, of like it was, it was in proximity though as well. Like right. thirty meter radius. I think that'd be perfect. And yeah, two, like something like that on reserve, for example, right? And I think it's on woods. Two, there's an extraction point that you need to team up with a scav. Oh yeah. yeah. In order to even extract from, mm -hmm. I can't imagine that successfully been done by people just going up and leaning at each other or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, like. I've but if you could, don't shoot actually. me and take all my loot. If you got I like maybe like maybe you got like a megaphone as your melee weapon or something, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> hey, you want to team up and extract? And then like you, you <laughs> might have mind games or something going on. Uh, I don't know, man. I think there. I think. And maybe there is some incentive not to just straight up kill somebody, um, like that, where it's like, hey, it well, actually. you guys can the megaphone thing. Yeah, see if these are there. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, you have an incentive in place where you don't. Where like, okay, if you team up with somebody on another team, you guys can extract together. So like, there is an incentive in place for you to have this conversation, build trust with one another, and then extract. But also. If you're going towards that extraction, what if you just betray him, take all his loot, and go to another extraction? Like, you know, like, that's a whole nother level of mind game that could be added to yeah. this. That's just I mean, like, now, do they, I don't know if they want to do that. That's the thing. Like, I, I haven't listened to the devs talk about this game at all. I don't know what direction they want, they're going with it. Are they going to, you know, I, I don't know what they're doing, but I think that would be mind-blowing. I think it'd be really cool. It's the perfect game for it as well. Especially because think about sitting in dorms and then you're on one floor, enemy is on a different floor and you're just talking to each other. Yeah, right? Yeah. Dude, that's hey, happened even... That pan out? That's... And if they added yeah. effects, like if you're in factory, like Echo. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Do, oh, do... Hello? <laughs> Hello? Oh. Doc did, a, did cool. like a clip about that uh, of yes, him like doing like a voice that, Echo dude. thing or so whatever. Funny. Yeah. But that would be cool, like, and that's something that this game does so well is, like, re I do think, I feel like there is some issues with audio, though, because it's so hard for oh, me to yeah. tell Sometimes if people, like, I feel like the biggest problem that I've found is, are people above you or below you? I, I like, I know, yeah, apparently, I when it's a little muffled, that's when it's on a different level than you. It yeah. also but, depends on what headset you're using of how easy it'll be to determine like really mm, close sounds or the left and right mm, and stuff like that. 
and they're not happy with the current audio they have in the game as well. They're changing it to some sort of Steam audio, yeah. uh, which is going to help with the verticality. Well, I know like Rainbow Six Siege has made a ton of improvements to their audio, and I th oh, think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I think one of the things they did is like when you hear people above you, the sound is muffled and it's also slightly higher pitched. And when they're below you, it's like a more bassy, lower sound to and, it. Yeah, but it's also, so like say there's a staircase, it'll, uh -huh. it'll, you'll hear it to your left. It'll be like, you can follow the sound, if that makes sense. Um, you'd go towards that step, like the way they planned it out with Rainbow Six Siege is that if you had a gunshot above you, um, you wouldn't just look up and know that obviously they are up there, but it would also guide you that way. Like you'd follow to like a staircase where it's the nearest right, the opening closest to opening to, to that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a huge thing. So it's like the sound is traveling through that corridor uh -huh. and you could like through shoot the stairwell. The wall, and, and now, you know, you're hearing through that yeah. hole or if they're above you shoot a hole there and then you're hearing it more clearly. Yeah, that game's... Some of the best audio I've seen designed for a first-person shooter, especially. They have really taken over a lot scene. of the... Yeah, the competitive and a lot of that. They have a big tournament coming up, I think, as well, like with the whole do, arena yeah. and stuff going on. It's pretty... Oh, uh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was that big. Yeah, Siege is like one of the... It's, yeah, it's got a massive following. It's one of the biggest games. It's kind of crazy. But they, they've got a really good setup for it. They made like a... I don't know. It's like a... The, they made a new map for the competition... That's like inside of a, an arena type. Thing. It's mm -hmm. it's really cool what they did. They they've they've yeah. got a. It's like a football stadium, but uh, designed around people killing one another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like not in person, but in game. That's you know, dark. like that's like a, the whole thing they did. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty insane. It's they've kept up, and that's something that Ubisoft seems to do really good with a lot of their games, even like Siege. Even, I don't know if you guys have seen For Honor at all lately. I don't know how much you guys played that, but I know I played yeah, that quite a bit. I, play, I played that. I never really played it. It was really cool. And, um, mm -hmm. man, like, they're still supporting that. That community is still kicking butt. Like, they're still doing their thing. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's been really interesting to see where that's going. And I, I always say, like, I'm surprised they never came out with a Battle Royale. Like, I don't know how they... For Honor. They never really got no. Oh, um, yeah. Ubisoft, like Ubisoft, never came out fun, with though. their version of. I don't. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> Running around with sword, swords, slapping each I other. I mean, not necessarily For Honor per se, right? But I'm just saying, like yeah, Ubisoft yeah. as a development studio in general, they never really came well, they out had with a battle royale mode in Mordal. That was probably the nearest thing to. Sword yeah, that was and pretty cool. Combat. That was that was um, pretty cool. Yeah, I really like Mordal, but uh, yeah, I think. In terms of Battle Royales, Ubisoft haven't really had a crack at it. I think the nearest thing for them is, I don't know if, well, the the, the latest Ghost Recon. I don't even know if the mode's even out yet, but I can't remember what the name of the mode's called. But I think it's like four players, um, maybe like four teams of four. But it is a Battle Royale-style game mode with a closing circle. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't it's know. like a super small competitive version of Battle Royale, essentially. I didn't look too much into it, but... I don't know if uh, Breakpoint really did that great on the whole. Do you guys think that Battle Royales are still going to be bumping? Uh, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this game is showing that other games can, can make it now. <laughs> like, not yeah. just BR. I still think the best Battle Royale is yet to be made. Like, the ultimate experience. Mm. Like, a combination of almost everything. But 
See, that's what I um, feel like Apex was. I feel, and maybe that's just my my own bias on it, but I feel like it's the closest thing for me. Apex is like AAA game that came out. I was waiting to see something that was like Overwatch, where you've got different cla- uh, different characters, right? Because to me, that's the only way you continue to expand a battle royale. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you could add more maps and you can add more guns and add more things, but you don't really change mm-hmm. the playstyle all that much. You do to an extent, but like. By adding new characters, you can totally shift the meta. It's like a completely new game. Um, And that was like, that's where I saw so much potential. I do think there's still like, I think obviously like the biggest thing is if Call of Duty comes out with their Battle Royale, I think that's got the best shot of anything. Didn't they already do one though? They did do one for Black Ops 4. Blackout. Did you play that one? Blackout would be a lot more. (laughs) Oh yeah, I played that. It is. You played a lot of Blackout, that one. Yeah. Yep. All I could hear at night was Maybe Blackout. Maybe a little too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you're going into the game, right? Yeah. Blackout. Blackout. That was pretty good. Oh, good that kind of died off, though, when uh, Apex was started bumping. Yeah. Though, I feel At least on I PC. Apex was like, a final note in the coffin. On PC, yeah, but that's the thing. We didn't have cross-play on Blackout, whereas we did with Modern Warfare. All I remember when Blackout first came out was it was just straight up flashbang the the nine bangs, just banging oh everybody with the nine yeah, bangs because yeah. you, you just keep them stun locked and you could just own everybody. Oh, it was the worst. And then they changed it, and then it's, that was like super utility based battle royale. But I don't know, like it's going to be a different developer if it does come out for this game for mm-hmm. uh, Modern Warfare, right? Like. It's different studio that's developing it. More of a, it seems like, you know, modern warfare, more obviously modern, more realistic to a certain extent. Yeah. Maybe they could do that, do that pretty sick. I think it's still going to have a lot of like the hit markers and the classic oh, yeah. Call of Duty stuff that, um, you know, makes Call of Duty Call of Duty. So I don't know how different it really will be. But I think that has some potential. But yeah, I think to Fugless point, like, I think there is more room for other games to come out, especially since we've had Battle Royales for a few years now. Yeah. It's time for something new. Mm-hmm. But it is like... Yeah, I was kind of hoping that Maverick's Proving Grounds would be that, but then that game just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. That kinda... Did you get my, your money back? No. I was too late with that. You could send like a request for it to say, hey, give me my money. <laughs> I did that. I was like, hell no. I don't think I ever bought it. You weren't a founder? Oh, I was so I don't think I was. I don't think yeah, I was. I was hyping it up every day when I heard about it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what but I was like. be the best ever. Such a shame. That's what I was always, I was always talking about it and like, man. It felt so close this too would with the E3 gameplay yeah, they but released. Then, then you tried it when they had that closed beta and I know you weren't supposed to talk about it, but it felt so bad. <laughs> it, it was so bad. It. it was like a clunky, clunky PUBG Lite version. Like a clunky, clunky, oh, clunky no. version. It was in a 1,000-player a, a Battle Royale game that was supposed to come. And literally, I, I remember, even if I go back to the stuff, it's like, I, I just remember, I was like, is this really going to, like, how can they possibly do this? Like, games can barely do 100 people. How are they going to do 1,000 people in a game? Like, I just didn't understand it without, like, some new technology, right? Like, isn't that the limit that's happening to these games right yeah, now? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, because you see every one of these games, like, struggling with, like, FPS, right? Yeah, every every yeah. game's struggling with where they're at right now. How are you gonna now? I do think that 
if we did get to a point where it could have an a thousand player battle royale, like I think that's in everybody's minds now with that game, even in the first place being like a potential thing that could happen. I mean, if that comes out to next year, two years from now, maybe it's not them, but somebody else creates a version of that. Like, I think a thousand players, like it's gonna have to be a really like high team, like time to kill game. But the way they the, talked about the it was like making an MMO, huge. right? Yeah, yeah, it was like, like the only how long thing would it take to win VR, a match right? of of that? You know, it was yeah, the only thing wasn't the VR, and they would have like lobbies. You like think storm in city of the like wow. Yeah, it was yeah. like some type of mix of even like you know like Tarkov is not yeah, a like PVP a social space and stuff, didn't they? It's like PVEVP. I never yeah. really looked super deep into it because I just didn't. I wasn't sure it would even happen in the first place. I unfortunately got my hopes up. Yeah, well, I think the tease that we've had with the Modern Warfare Battle Royale is it will be like two hundred players, and it was supposed to be across some of the the maps that we already know as well. Yeah, From right. Wait, you're Modern right. Warfare, oh, yeah. The ground war maps of like, isn't that what people have said? The camera away. Yeah. The way that the Mavericks so I think maybe they could it. isolate different parts of the map, which is technically like different servers almost. Maybe you have to like go through a gate to get to like the next part of the map. Yeah, that's how Mavericks was gonna do it. They were gonna do like there was phased servers. She'd basically yes. do seeming seeming seem seeming them together. <laughs> seamless. Yeah. Seamlessly. There you go. <laughs> that English you. word that I don't yeah, know. Sorry, bro. There you go. That word. Yep. Is that it? <laughs> that, that, that was it. Thank you. <laughs> no, no more words, words to follow that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they have to come out with some type of way, some type of different way to make that possible. And I, I guess, like, some games are trying it. Some games are figuring some stuff out on it. But, like, a big big publisher to drop something? I don't know. Like that. Like, if, if Call of Duty is going to drop a 200-player Battle Royale, you would assume a, a, a good level of polish on that to where it's super playable. Yeah. You need to make um, sure the people are spread out enough. Yeah, Not and like working on console too. The start of the match or 100 even. Yeah, but that's why I'm assuming they've not announced or said anything about it because it's also like uh -huh. maybe they haven't figured it, it might out not yet. Work. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work yet. So they're like trying to figure it out, but they just haven't done it yet. So they haven't even announced or said anything because they don't want the worst thing is them to be like, hey, this is coming. And then, ooh, it's still nothing happens. Well, that's something too. Somebody was asking about this, uh, the questions as well as like, what do you think of some of the some of these games have been I don't know all of them um but some a lot of games have been getting delayed lately like cyber I know the biggest one obviously is like Cyberpunk mm -hmm. I don't know how much you guys are even into that at all but Cyberpunk yeah, 2077 is like you know I looked at it <laughs> Keanu Reeves freaking uh yeah I mean true but the thing <laughs> is too is like talk of his life that's like I mean that's very much a different genre too than what I guess a lot of us even play, but it's it's more of a single player story experience going through stuff. But that's a that's a massively hyped game this year mm -hmm. that was supposed to I come just, out. I really appreciate polished games when we get them, and I'm willing to wait for a delay to make sure that it releases in the smoothest way possible and lasts. Yeah, there's no like you know if you can limit the bugs as much as possible. I don't even remember Watch Dogs when that that got delayed oh, so many boy. times. Yeah. Well, it came and out it too, came and it was out, still like, was buggy. It was still, it was still a buggy. Yeah, mess. that was a problem. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would agree with that. Like, I would come to much accept that delays are part of the game industry now. Industry now. Yeah. If you want to yeah. product, then it's worth waiting for. It's true. Like, I feel like that is that is, but also a big part of the game industry is like, you know, just release the game in early access. Yeah. 
and then maybe the game gets done. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I think we saw more of that. Now, though, aren't we? It's true. And I think maybe there's, I, I don't know, maybe there's less of that today. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess less, there's definitely less early access, like titles being released. People have like seen past that now. When Battle Royale first yeah. came around, like after PUBG and Fortnite took off, there were so many early access Battle Royale games coming out. Yeah. Um, some of them were, were pretty good and they had like new systems in place that, you know, sort of kept the genre moving forward, but a lot of them just fell before they really got any momentum. Yeah. But I no mean, no one's really tried since. And then, like, Tarkov's still, like, it's not out yet. This game's still in beta, no. right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Probably for another two or three years. But you think it's going to be two or three more years for it? Like I, I don't know. I, I'm just at a point where it's like, why can't we just release it and then develop it as we go? Why does it have to be called beta? Well, it's not a fully realized product. It's like Fortnite. Fortnite was like only. Well, Fortnite's still, still in beta, dude. What did they see, yeah, man? They're still in beta. They're still in beta. It means that they can, yeah, they can push. <laughs> like, they see even updates. the alpha yet? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, Daisy too. I see. I I haven't even looked at that game Daisy, in so long. Yeah, Daisy standalone is 1.0 now, but, Good but yeah, Lord. it shouldn't have come out. Um, yeah, Fortnite's able to push updates through Microsoft and Sony without having to go through all the hurdles they would if they were a full release. So yeah, I don't think that game's that ever. Reason. No, there's no need. There's no need for no. them to ever be. It's still if you play the game, it says early access or whatever in the top corner. Of the it. amount of updates that come out in that game, like weekly, it's insane. Mm -hmm. But that's what, like, I, I was reading something. Somebody put it in my chat the other day, so I don't know the validity of it. Maybe you guys even know more. But it was like the vision of the game is you're going to be playing through like all of the maps in order, and or whatever it is. And, like you're going through like a a bigger overall mission and. Like this right now, and like this is like once you get to the end of it, then you go through and you can go back and go back through missions and do other stuff. I don't know. It was something along those lines. Like they, there's there's a different overall vision that they have for the game or something. You guys know anything about that or no? What was that for? For Tarkov. For Tarkov. Yeah. Yes, I've heard that like they you're want going to through, like connect the maps. Like, like that's you can the, see certain maps. And I, if somebody else told me too. The other day, you can see the. The cliff descent for one of the extract points where the dome is. That'd be pretty cool, right? So you, you could like play you two up on the mountain, you can see part reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and somebody said too, like, even like all the maps are just one map. Like, it's just a gigantic super map of all of them mm -hmm. together, That'd basically. Be sick. Yeah, well, that could you imagine that, dude? Things like the Red Rebel have like and the a power cord 50 too. play lobby or something. Yeah. yeah. Or even more, 100 player probably, because apparently Streets of Tarkov is supposed to be really big. Oh, you know what buddy. would be really awesome then? Then you should spawn random too. Just spawn on a Every random time. map. Oh, and if you want to go labs, then labs should be someplace on the map where you walk up to the building, swipe your card, and then you can enter. Like the dark zone mm. in Division. That'd be nuts. Ah, please tell me they're doing it you like have that. have to go through like decontamination know. things and like to enter the labs. That'd be so sick. Wait, someone in my chat is saying, I heard that labs are supposed to be accessed via by streets of Tarkov. Oh wow! Yeah, see, that's the well, thing, yeah, that's, and all of these, all of these maps are connected. Like you look at that greater map when you're selecting where you want to go. Like these maps are all, they're mm -hmm. next to each other. You know, like yeah, to true. your point, when you're on, um, reserve. shoreline, you can see the reserve dome. Well, right? that's the thing. It would give well, one more, of them. Yeah. So you can, at the top of the, one of the mountains, you can see the the dome from reserve, but that that specific part that you can see mm -hmm. is the cliff descent that you need the power cord and red rebel for. 
So it would give more purpose to those two items if you could play reserve and instead of going to one of the normal extracts, you could go to the paracord descent and descend. It would like maybe it would do a loading screen like it would do for when you extract anyway. Five seconds, oh, you're, you're about to teleport to shoreline and then you'll be at the bottom of that cliff descent and then you can yeah, well, you, spawn you randomly most likely. Or you take you take the train from reserve through like through customs yeah. and like, so you, you know, like over to the other. I mean, there's a ton of stuff they could do. I don't know. The thing that I, I understood this as too is like this started as just like a six man development team. And I don't know mm -hmm. how much they're yeah, expanding most. with it or what they're doing, but um it's like a Russian Russian team and uh Yeah. Nikita, I think, is the head of it. And I, I don't know. Like I'm yep. I'm just learning more about this every week and it's it's pretty cool. And I'm uh I'm hoping that they keep developing it, but yeah, that's that's my understanding. It's like that's why it's still in beta too, is like they gotta finish all the maps aren't even done of those mm -hmm. the streets and you know the, all the other ones too and making like the the bigger picture of the game for it too well, some of the smallest dev teams are producing some of the best games that we've played in recent years so yeah i mean I that's what like one one vision of the game that way there's not so many like that's what battle you know, royales even say. stemmed out of though right it was like modding of arma was like the yeah. origination yeah. of that one and man, it's like player unknown player unknown and then he, he made his own battle royale in armor started and then he was he helped make build up h1's battle royale then came out with his own player unknown one and then fortnite adapted and made a battle royale and maybe we see a similar wave even of like these types of well i think this is something that's been talked about a lot is just even like survival mm -hmm. games in general there's not really like a well, yeah, a daisy he, he wanted pubg to be moddable didn't he when yeah, he, he oh yeah, like, for sure. First thing you said. That was like that was, that was the, the direction of the game. That was the direction PUBG was gonna go. I mean, this maybe this game would have even been made inside of PUBG if it was uh mm -hmm. if it was moddable. You could have done like, these Arma itself is so big just by its mods, right? Yeah. So I, I played Arma a few times, but I never got super into it. But um I know that is a major part of it. That was a major... I mean, it's a major part of GTA. It's a major part even of Call of Duty. Like, people even mod Call of Duty with, like, zombies and stuff. Those yeah. are crazy. But even... But more specifically, like, GTA mods are unbelievable. Oh, the amount yeah. of mods and stuff that, like... It's crazy. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. GTA, like, picked up again this year, didn't it? Well... But that's literally... That's the direction... Before the end of 2019. That's what I saw. Like, when PUBG started popping off, I was like, oh, my gosh... This is the, like, you know, obviously, like, Tarkov's doing great now, too, and, and stuff like that, but I'm still, like, I don't know how big this is really going to get, but to me, when I saw PUBG, and, like, I knew that, that was what they said the direction that they were going. It's, like, we're making this game. It's going to be moddable. You're going to be able to do, like, and to me, that was just, like, it opens up the world so much because you could do so many, like, what whether that's racing or creating another world inside of it, an economy, a, a survival game inside of that, because people have been wanting a solid survival game for so long. Like, uh, oh man, I just saw that. It's crazy potential. But they I just, think PUBG would be great for that. Plus, they have I still think it is. Anyway. I like, still think that game has a ton of potential to it. Yeah. It's a great, I mean, and it seems to be running even better. The last time I went back and played it for the new map, absolutely, it was running good. I, did you play the new map at all in that, uh, Buglet? Yeah, I played a little bit. I what did you think of it? Like three games before I hopped back to Guitar <laughs> You got the itch again. Actually, so I was scratching your arms. I was like, oh, I gotta play Tarkov. Yeah, that was, was the thing. We played it and got a win, and I was just like, all right, I'm good. That was fun. Yeah, that was it fun. was different. Now, but uh, to me, it just it still feels like the same. You know, I mean, it was. Sure. Like, it felt like I got into games faster, but mm, 
but that's the thing too of what I mean is like, you know, you can add new maps to Battle Royale, like PUBG. They can add new maps, they can add a glider, they can add a gun, mm -hmm. but it's not really changing the game. It's tweaking it, but it's not and that's yeah. why I think at least like Apex might have more of an advantage because if they really add a new character that really changes the way the whole game is played, or a bunch of new characters, now maybe not. Maybe that's just a bunch of tweaks too. I don't know. It depends kind of how they do some of that stuff, but I'm still at least Personally, I'm more interested in what Apex still has coming and cooking up. And they, I don't know if you saw too, but they just said they've got, and I know, Fug, you never really got super, I mean, you played Apex yeah, a lot. Yeah, I played but, it in the beginning and then, and then you kind of, faded you, you faded off on it more recently, but they've got, uh, their fourth season is coming uh, at the mm -hmm. beginning of February, really I think. They good job at updates. They, they've been pretty polished on it and, um. That, yeah, it's but like they're I polished, know. but like a lot of the community have been. It's been, but it's, it's also recently. been buggy, and it's yeah. Yeah, just it's it's more so being that with season three we expected a lot more content to trickle throughout the season, and it never it was really such did. a long season that were yeah it went on for a long time, but um the things that they've announced for season four, a lot of players are like now wondering if that is just going to be it because <laughs> with season three the things that they announced are exactly what we got and we got nothing more than what was you know season about. three season three was massive at the launch because it's new map like <laughs> new character they are making adjustments to the new map shift. you can see from the it was there's awesome a, there's a picture that they've revealed of uh what's the what's the current map called stone world's edge is world's the current edge. map yeah yeah they've if you if you look in that picture you can see parts of it have been destroyed similar to what happened with the king's canyon right um remake they did yeah. So that should be coming back with season four, but they kind of made it sound like it's only going to appear in a ranked playlist. So like season, mm, they're going to break the ranked up into two different parts. So like the first few months of ranked will be on King's Canyon, and then the second part will be on World's Edge. Yeah, I don't know. They just they definitely didn't keep the pressure up with Apex as fast as like Fortnite, for example. And I think that's something mm -hmm. that really helped Fortnite was just like bombardment of content. That was yep. just like map changing, everything shifting. It was skins always left and right. Oh, skins <laughs> left and right. That was something that like, especially at the launch, but it was like, ooh, well, there, there, there was so much stuff people wanted to see really cool, crazy skins, but they had like a couple color very in the first season. It was like there was like pretty much no skins if you remember. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just kind of color variations. Now their skins are popping. They're they're amazing, but no um, every day. It's also again like you don't really have that third person perspective of it so maybe people don't care as much but uh two like i know that's just kind of a difference of i they wanted to from my understanding at least from what i've read from articles and stuff is like the apex team they don't want to burn them out and overwork them and you know get go too crazy on a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. and it takes time to add more people to the team and to continue to expand to and i don't know if they even were expecting for it to do as well as it did especially off the launch but uh yeah, I think yeah, there's... Yeah, that was crazy, too. And I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is... Like, I don't know what fires people up enough to get super on board with that game again, or if it is going to be something that it's more like a PUBG game, or, I mean, a, uh, you know, Call of Duty game that starts popping, and that's what everybody gets back into, uh, in terms of, like, yeah, if it is Battle Royale. It, it seems to be like... I don't know. A, a game will randomly blow up. It's just... Yeah. You got to gamble. Tarkov's <laughs> been out for years and it's just like it's been nuts yeah I don't dude one of the most I don't know do you I don't know how many questions you guys get on it but one of the most common questions I get on it too is uh do you think Tarkov would be successful on console 
as well. No, no, it wouldn't. So it way too work. many. Even PUBG struggles. Sorry, console guys. I mean, do you guys yeah. get the? Do you see see a lot of oh, those yeah. messages? Why? All the time, yeah. I know, dude. It's crazy, and there's so many people that that uh, you know, play on console too. That it's like they would love a game like this, but mm -hmm. it's just a lot of those, lot of those players haven't much, heard of it though. They're like, what is this game that everyone's talking about? And then they're finding out that it's only yep. on PS on PC and don't realize the limit that consoles have. It would be such a watered down version of the game if they were ever mm -hmm. to release it. Yeah. And I mean, that's like what factory we... Factory only and smaller maps designed specifically for console. I feel like that's too... That's what we saw maps. with PUBG. PUBG was on, on PC. It was blowing up. Every, I mean, I had so many people telling me that they were getting PCs just to play PUBG. Oh, and yeah. then it comes think about all the think about all the keybinds in Tarkov, the amount of unique oh, keys yeah, that no, you need dude. to press. I literally when you're limited to like I don't uh, know, ten buttons on a on a controller. I'm working. I'm working on it. I was just going through a video of like what all the hotkeys and everything do, and it's just like it's so complicated, oh, and there's so much stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy. I don't know how you incorporate, but even like even doing that on PUBG alone was I feel like a feat. To do to make it for Xbox, and I don't know if you guys ever played it on Xbox, but when that launched, ooh, was it bad, dude? It yeah. was really yeah, bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Twenty. I tried it, like... and oh man, it was really hard to control. Let alone, and I think part of that was just on me because I'm not super fluid on console like I used to be. But well, they released it on there. What what does Microsoft have? They've got like a, a sort of alpha part of I forget what the, the name of the program. Yeah, I don't know. But it wasn't released know. as a full game. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a 1.0 version. It was, uh, it was hard even at 30 FPS to run that game. And apparently, in my chat, staying saying too right now, like it, it's still bad. <laughs> so it's like, it's still pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, no. even with years, of, and, but like, think about how much development and resources and everything that, of course, Xbox paid them big to get exclusive access to PUBG when that came out. So I'm sure that's the reason they even decided to do it in the first place. Well, yeah, in but, that case, it'll probably be out on the next-gen console and run fine. Yeah, maybe on the next-gen it'll run okay, maybe. Maybe that's why maybe. there isn't, has, hasn't been as many quality-of-life updates for the Xbox but even One like version they're because behind, they're putting the resources somewhere else. They were behind on, like, maps. Like, we got Vikendi, like, two months ahead of before they got it. And yeah, like, that's true. So yeah. much content was just behind that's on it. That's got to suck if you're a fan, right? And you're just waiting. Oh, 100%. You feel like you're being left no, out. Vikendi didn't even survive a year before it was taken <laughs> down again. Yeah, yeah, right. I know, but... I don't know. And so that's the thing like screenshot, haven't they? I feel like that's that? I feel like that's an unfortunate lesson that uh was learned too is like in some of these games like oh man that would be a feat to try and make this game I mean that would be that would be a, a it's not even out on PC yet let alone trying to make it for console. I don't I don't see that uh yeah. happening either. I don't know how they would how they would do that or if they would or would would they even consider it? It's from what I've heard of from other people saying like that's not their interest or where they're gonna go with it. It definitely well, though does limit the their like potential the inventory reach. management on console would be a nightmare without analog sticks. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even imagine that. It's oh hard to do God. that on PUBG when you want to organize your. It's hard to do it on this game with every with a full mouse and keyboard. <laughs> I need another mouse and keyboard. To you gotta do additional keybinds to get yeah. it to work. You gotta play with. It's gotta be a two-player game. One person's just doing the looting. The other person's <laughs> yeah. just doing the playing. Yeah, it's a co-op game with me, dude. Yeah, it's a co-op game. That's how they do it, dude. One person's doing the looting. The other person's doing the playing. You start setting up 
<laughs> like binds on my stream deck. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, any uh, any other questions? Anything else you guys got? Otherwise, we're getting a little late here. I want to wrap it up so I can get yeah, to get to some it, playing as well. So, yeah. Uh well, appreciate you guys uh, joining I, in. I was just excited, man. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, dude. It's a fun time. New uh, New it Year really starting is. great. Because usually this is like straight up just lulling content, lulling everything. Because yeah. all the games come out, We're and then it's like, new game. when's the, the new game, game going to come out? Years. That was the thing last year was like, Apex comes out and it just like came out of nowhere in yeah. like the end of February, early March. And it was like, it was just like a blessing of like during the when we're playing just playing call of duty a bunch and like you're looking for something else so 10 million uh, players fun. they had within days oh, it's fun because time. of that release yeah i know 10 million players and then 50 million by like whatever a month or whatever yeah, it, was. it was wasn't it went it to 50 yeah but uh yeah thanks That's for joining in fuglet tom hey thank you for having me appreciate it guys always. catch you later Chat, thank you guys for listening. Uh, audience, everybody out there, if you watch live, thanks so much. We also have these up on Spotify, on iTunes. It's the Fireside Gaming Podcast. We are still going to be gaming later today. Of course, my streams every single weekday here on Facebook, as well as on um, Saturdays too. Check out Fuglet, though. He streams over on twitch.tv slash Fuglet, as well as Tomographic. Same thing on Twitch. You can also find their YouTube channels. Fuglet does tons of tip videos. He does tons of great, great content, man. Since PUBG, I've been playing with him. Such an awesome guy, as well as, of course, Tomographic as well. Started playing with him in PUBG too. Um, and yeah, a ton of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you all for the questions as well. Try to keep up with chat as best as I could, but I do try and keep these more podcast formats so they're great to listen to, and we do them every other week. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, if you want to show some love with some ratings, check that out too. Oh, also, we started a new podcast, the Becoming a Streamer podcast for Pipeline, if you do want to check that out as well. That's been going awesome. We've got uh, Wacky Jackie on, TSM Vis on so far, as well as myself hearing the story of how we became streamers. Um, that's out right now. Check it out. And uh, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. SoMouse64, over and out.